A special thanks goes out to the folks at Anchor.fm for bringing you this podcast. Coming to you almost live from our studios in New York, this is Tom Reads Your Story. Stay tuned for readings from social media and other spoken word projects. Join me right now. I'm your host, voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zania. Hello, everyone. I'm Tom Zania. We are here today just to listen to stuff as usual. However, I don't really have anything for you. Now, the reason I say that is because I sort of follow a routine for this show, as you may have already noticed, if you're a listener. Um, I, I sort of wait for something to pop into my head or something gets me started. Either that I read about or maybe that I just observe out on the street. And that sometimes clues me in on an episode or part of one. Uh, obviously, when you have your own podcast and you're at least somewhat serious about it you need to follow a certain routine as far as what kind of things you want to put out there as far as your um, your ideas um, regarding a certain subject Um, what I'm doing today is pretty much just talking off the top of my head and, and seeing if there's something out there that strikes me as, uh, well, I, I'd like to say unfamiliar. Uh, unfortunately, we can't seem to get off the subject of the unvaccinated during this coronavirus time. And what I, you know what really strikes me, though, about all this is that when it all first started coming down, when we had the previous administration, if you can call it that, all we kept thinking was, oh, my God, we got to hurry up. We've got to hurry up and find a vaccine to help us to either to, to get rid of coronavirus to eradicate it from the earth or to make it so not dangerous so it doesn't kill people so easily or it makes the illness much easier to bear well guess what we've got that now and people don't want the vaccine so can you imagine uh can you imagine how frustrated that is for medical professionals, for the nurses, the doctors, obviously, who spent, I don't know, 12 to 16 hours a day at the beginnings of this whole thing, trying to save lives, 
and praying for a time when a vaccine would come around? Can you imagine how frustrated they are now that we have a vaccine and they're still overwhelmed with patients? Well, that's that's a subject. And I've tackled that several times in the past. But it frustrates me, and I, I would think it would frustrate you, or maybe even most people. Uh, I do know some people who are not vaccinated, mostly people who are, and uh, it's good that they are. Um, you know, the, the thing of it is, too, what they don't really talk about, or what I haven't heard talked about, are advances in vaccination, like a whole new vaccine that could eradicate this thing. You know, they may be working on a vaccine, just a miracle vaccine that just cures the person and, and rids the air of this horrible virus. Maybe they're still working on that. And then what would happen? We'd still have crazy people out there saying, don't take the vaccine. But I guess, you know, most people would, and that's what we should be happy about. We shouldn't dwell on the uh, the few that are making this frustrating, and they really are, too. Um, so how have you been? Give me a call. <laughs> I don't get any calls here. Um I'd like to say I have a staff taking phone calls like they do on public radio, but no, not to that point, at least not yet. And I still appreciate the fact that uh, you are listening on a regular basis. And I appreciate the fact that every once in a great while, maybe more often than I think, we have a, a new listener. That's a really nice thing because that's where I can hopefully convince someone to come back and come back and come back because uh, I'm glad to have you here. And um, I think what I want to do today, and, and this is something I thought about a few minutes ago before I started, is play something that I've played before. And no, this isn't what I want to call a clip show. But uh, here is something that you may remember that I had an episode about. This is about Pete Hamill. And I included a few articles, and I can't remember what they are right now, uh, about Pete. But this one is from the Daily News. Um, it's by Robert D. McFadden. It was published August 5th, 2020. And I don't think I read about this, but it is one of the many venues of Pete Hamill's writing. And that's, I'm sorry, it is not the Daily News. My bad. My extreme bad, it's the Times. It's from the New York Times, who I'm sure has had many articles by Pete Hamill. And it basically says, Pete Hamill, quintessential New York journalist, dies at 85. 
He was a celebrated reporter and columnist, the top editor, the top editor of the New York Post and the Daily News, and the author of numerous books. Pete Hamill is streetwise son of Brooklyn, who turned a gift for storytelling, a fascination with characters, and a romance with tabloid newspapers into a storied career as a New York journalist, novelist, and essayist for more than half, more than a half century, died on Wednesday in the borough of his birth. He was 85. The writer, Dennis Hamill, his brother, said Mr. Hamill had fallen at his home in Brooklyn on Saturday after returning from receiving dialysis and was in, uh, and was in intensive care at Methodist Hospital there when his kidneys and heart failed him, quoted. In another age, when the newsrooms of Metropolitan Dailies pulsed to the rising thunder of typewriters on deadline, Mr. Hamill, a high, a high school dropout who was searching for a future years after academic frustration, Navy life, and graphic design work, walked into the city room of the New York Post in 1960, as he told it, and fell in love with newspapering. The room was more exciting to me than any movie, he recalled in a memoir, an organized chaos of editors shouting from desks, copy boys dashing through doors into the composing room, men and women typing at big manual typewriters, telephones ringing, the wire service tickers clattering, Everyone smoking and putting butts out on the floor. I won't read any more from this article. I want to play for you a, excuse me, a piece of a YouTube interview where Pete is, uh, is speaking. You'll like this. I remember one time after the war, I was about 12. My father had a job in a factory across the way. And because he had lost his leg, he had a stump and a wooden artificial leg. And in the summer, uh, and, and there's nothing quite f as ferocious as a New York August, he would work on this assembly line eight hours a day, and he was home that night, and I heard him weeping in the dark around one o'clock in the morning. And I knew that no matter what I ever did, I couldn't articulated exactly, uh, that I had to honor that pain, that you must honor that. And I think that's what the children of immigrants do, all of us. We know what they gave up. They gave up their countries. In some cases, they gave up their languages. They worked at the lousiest, rottenest jobs in order to put food on our tables. We have to honor that for the rest of our lives. Pete Hamill, of course, talking about his father, very touching, uh, as was many of what he spoke on and, and wrote. Um, he does a very nice clip in the uh, special about New York. 
in particular, the sequence about 9-11. We've just gone through the, uh, the 20th anniversary of, of 9-11, as you all know. And uh, he, he talks about pretty much a moment-by-moment witnessing that he had uh, seeing the events go down, the buildings coming down and crashing to the ground. Uh, it's a very interesting piece if you ever get it. It's it's the uh, Rick Burns special uh, about New York. And you've probably seen it. And if you haven't, go see it. Uh, you could probably see, in fact, I'm sure you can see clips of that on YouTube. I, You know what? I, I've talked about this before, either on the podcast or with friends of mine. I think the most useful or, yeah, the most useful website is YouTube. And I know there's tons and tons of documents and articles and things that people post online from magazines, Wikipedia, and blah, 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 blah. It goes on forever. But there's something about YouTube. It's so broad-based. It's, it's like a dictionary of video. For those of you who are like me, who... I, I don't know, would rather watch video than read something. I know that's a terrible thing to say, but a lot of times um, when you want a sound bite, if you're producing something like I do, uh, and need to hear somebody talk about a certain subject or, you know, something that happened, maybe it, it was recent, maybe it was a long time ago, uh, music, clips of music that I probably learned more about the Beatles uh, by watching YouTube. There is so much stuff, not to mention documentaries. Some good and some bad, but I mean, you know, you can, you have your, your youthful years. You know, when I was listening to Beatle records, mostly 45s, 45 RPM records, uh, in in the family's house in the basement where it was nice and cool in the summer. I didn't know anything about the Beatles back then, and I I was young for sure. But it it took so many years, and maybe the internet to really get into it more, even if it's even on a surface level to learn about who these four guys were and how incredible the, the team of Lennon and McCartney was uh, when they were writing these great songs. And I, you know what? I, 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 I have to say that probably my favorite songs by the Beatles were the earlier ones, not the later ones, not the... LSD induced <laughs> songs that were popular and I know that and there were some good ones but I mean most of what I liked was from Hard Day's Night uh, and Rubber Soul and speaking of that let's hear something from Rubber Soul
just did there I, I think you know why you know you can't you can't just copy an entire song uh, from a vocal artist singer musician whatever and play it it's just plain wrong and I've done it in the past and I apologize especially for something like in my life one of Lennon and McCartney's greatest songs from an absolutely terrific album called Rubber Soul I was listening to Rubber Soul I think when I was 7 years old or something like that or 10 or something and and I you know they just sounded good to me I probably didn't understand a word they were talking about but um, even today it's amazing how great their music was and still is and uh, how much I love listening to it you know and like I said I like the older stuff more probably I like some of the newer stuff I like the long and winding road and and I guess let it be and um, what else oh back in the USSR but that's from the white album back in the USSR um is good, uh, just straight up rock and roll, you know. And I like that kind of stuff. And uh, anyway, so if you just joined us, <laughs> if you just joined us, uh, this is an episode of me talking off the top of my head and, and possibly playing old stuff. And I think it's something I may continue. Uh, in in the near future maybe sooner than you think but uh, every once in a while you say gee I'm you know my podcast comes out on Wednesday I have nothing to put out there and this is an idea <laughs> this may happen again and again and again but we'll we'll see uh, if uh, if you don't call in or write in, and say anything I'll just have to trust my analytics that tell me how many people listened and uh, I guess I guess I'll just go with that right 
Uh, it's not that popular a show, which I'm sure you know by now. Uh, but it's um, it's something I want to put out there every week if I can. And obviously, uh, I'm working a job from four to midnight, and it kind of screws up my time uh, because putting a podcast together, even as simple as mine, is a lot of hard work, and it's mostly it's a lot of time consumption. And uh, I appreciate the fact that you're still listening. So, folks, that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Tom Reads Your Story. Portions were pre-recorded. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. <laughs> Tell your friends if you enjoyed your visit today. Because we're always looking for new ones. Thanks, Anchor.fm, for the opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. Until next time, keep posting, everyone. Bye now. This is Tom Zania. For more information on my availability for your e-learning, commercial, or audiobook project, visit my website at www.tomzvoices.com. .weebly.com We hope you visit us again real soon for another episode of Tom Reads Your Story.